For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's going on, Bird Gang? This is Darren Sproles here. I just want to thank you all for tuning in to Eagles Brawl, the Brawl Network. Don't forget to subscribe to the show and leave a five-star rating. Fly, Eagles, fly. This is a Brawl Network production. You're listening to the Eagles Brawl Podcast. E-A-T-L-E-S, Eagles! Here to take you on the road to victory. It's Connor Miles, Ed Cross, Johnny Page, and Tyler Steege. All right, guys, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Eagles Brawl of the Brawl Network, powered by Manscaped, DraftKings, and Fanatics. Co-host Connor Miles here with our Eagles Brawl insider, Ed Cross. Ed, now we finally see it. We finally got to see Jalen Hurts play quarterback for this Philadelphia Eagles team. He replaced Carson Wentz during the second half against that Green Bay game. What did you think, and where do the Eagles go from here? Because I know I, I just want to bang that out real quickly. I know you wrote an article in Eagle Sports Illustrated about where you want to go with that. Um, just talk about what's in the article, man. Because I just for everybody that hasn't seen it so far, because I know where I know where you want to go. But uh, for the listeners who haven't been privy to that article yet, what's what are you thinking, man? Well, let me just start by saying I'm glad one of my predictions came true when I wrote that predictions column back uh, at the bye week. I had Carson Wentz getting benched at some point, and that might be the only one I got right. I mean, I had. You know, Travis Fulgham getting a thousand yards receiving. I had, you know, the Eagles winning seven games. I mean, what what was I thinking? Um, yeah. But uh, so it's good to at least get that right. And, you know, for better or worse, I guess, because it's a shame that it has come to this where, uh, you know, they've had to put Carson on the bench because of, uh, you know, bad play. Um, but, you know, you, you talk about the column I wrote and, uh, you know, I, I kind of laid out the case that I just think, uh, when Jalen came into the game uh, against the, you know, last week um, against the Green Bay Packers, he really provided the spark that they needed. I mean, it wasn't a perfect game by any means, but again, he came in cold. You wonder how many first team reps he actually took. He threw the interception, but his arm got hit. You saw the same kind of pressure that Carson has faced all year. Now Jalen did a better job, uh, I thought, kind of getting away from some of it. Um, but oh, he no, he specifically did. Yeah. I I actually have some numbers here for you because I I knew you were going to bring that up because of what you wrote in your article. So they actually just put this out today. Jalen Hurts and Carson once when they were not under pressure, though this is when they weren't facing pressure versus Green Bay. Wentz went six of fourteen for forty two completion percentage, his yards per attempt for five point six. Didn't throw a touchdown, didn't throw a pick, but his pass rating was sixty one. Now Jalen Hurts did not get that many pass attempts when not facing pressure. He got actually 50% of that, of what one Scott. He got seven, and he completed five of those. 
71.4% completions percentage, 15.6 yards per attempt, one touchdown, and then a 153 passer rating. That was when they he did not face pressure, though. Right. So, I mean, yeah, here's my thing. That's pretty significant, the, the difference. My thing is, and I'm going to let you lead into your points, though, because there's still a lot to talk about there, but I want everybody to just sit back and take a – Take a break of our love for Carson Wentz for just one second. I know how this new age of NFL fans, this generation of football, we idolize the quarterback position probably oddly more than we ever did before back in the day because I think social media is a huge uh, propel to that. Right. I, right when McNabb was in his prime and even, honestly, Peyton Manning, Tom Brady back then in the day before, even when it was just Facebook around, it was never this much obsession over the quarterback position. It was always the most polarizing position in sports but we didn't pick it apart the way we do now it wasn't this much going into it there was that much evaluation every part of the game broken down and all these excuses and context made for a quarterback back then it was either you win or you lost or we like you or you don't if you don't but well, now we're all attached to Carson Wentz there's a, there's such an emotional attachment to Carson Wentz there's a financial attachment to Carson Wentz people are afraid of the Philadelphia Eagles without Carson Wentz, it seems like. I need everybody to take off those goggles for a second and tell me how many times Carson Wentz has willed this team, propelled this team, executed plays enough for this team to put this team in position to win this year because I can tell you right now it's less than a handful, honestly. Going back and watching these games on the All-22, watching them live, there I have not seen Carson Wentz do enough this year, play well enough this year, now, you can give all the context into it. You can add the offensive lines and shambles, Doug Pearson's play calling, high risk, but not doing enough to put around him. That's fine. But we, we hail you as a top 10 caliber quarterback. We hail you as an MVP caliber quarterback. You're on this pedestal that Philadelphia has put you on. The, a talent standpoint that we have all put you on because NFL analysts out there still believe, even with his play, that it is what it is right now. He's a top 10 caliber quarterback. You need to show me that. You need to at least show me that. You don't have to win these games to show me that. You have to play to show me that. I understand the offensive lines of Shambles. I understand what Doug Peterson's on the hot seat because of his play calling. I understand that the wide receivers aren't getting enough separation at time. I completely get it. But you are not doing enough individually for me to say you're willing this team to win. You're providing a spark on offense. That's the problem here. And I think that's the thing for Doug Peterson, too. I, if I'm Doug, I have to sit back, look in the mirror, and say, is Carson Wentz not executing the plays enough? Is that the reason why I'm on the hot seat? I'm not saying he's calling the perfect playbook. I'm not saying he's calling the perfect plays. But this man is a Super Bowl winning head coach. Now, we all hail Frank Reich. We all hail John D. Filippolo. But I didn't see those guys on the on the field talking to Nick Foles about the Philly special. I saw Doug Peterson. I saw Doug Peterson having the faith in his players. I have to be, if I'm Doug Peterson and I know my job's on the line, I have to look in the mirror and I have to be like, is Carson Wentz costing me my job right now? That's an honest answer. I think the honest answer is yes. The way We have to sit back and detach ourselves from Carson Wentz just a little bit, analyze what's on the football field because that's what I'm personally doing this past week, and say to ourselves, this guy has not done enough to help us win football games this season. There is a cause for change this year. That's all I'm saying, man. I because I know where you're going to go with this. I, I I personally think I love Carson Wentz. I think he can be a top ten caliber quarterback. I'm not sure it's in Philadelphia anymore, though. I'm not sure if he can 
will himself to be here because they're not trading Jalen Hurts as everybody thinks they will. It's not going to happen. They're not going to go into the offseason and get, the, get rid of him after one year. It's completely impossible, especially because I think high risen stays. So you're either going to, A, build a around Carson Wentz, or B, find a way out of Carson Wentz. I don't know what they're going to go at this point, but at this point, I have to see what they have at Jalen Hurts because it could save Harry Roseman's job. It could potentially get Doug Pearson an argument to stay here. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I, you know, I talked about the spark, and that's what Jalen gave them in Green Bay. Um, and if you look at how the Eagles have started these games in the last seven weeks anyway, they're averaging just over four points in the first half, in two quarters. Thank you. I mean, if you need a spark, that's where you need your spark is to start games, to come out of the gate and put points up early and keep tacking on. Um, and I think that's what Jalen can do for you. I mean, listen, you've had Carson in there the whole season, and the offense takes a while before it gets started under Carson, if it even does get started. But we've seen it kind of get started late in games. You know, he took them back against the Giants. He took them back against the Ravens. They missed that two-point conversion. But you can't wait until midway through the third quarter to start running the offense. You need to start running the offense from the start. And, you know, that to me is where Hertz can benefit you is, okay, we need to spark. Let's see if he sparks us to start games. And then, and then listen, maybe if Hertz is struggling and the offense still stinks at halftime, then maybe you go back to Wentz. I'm not sure what the Eagles are going to do. I'm not sure what Peterson's thinking. I think he's thinking Jalen Hurts. But if he makes the decision to go to Hurts, is that a season-long decision or is he going to go week to week now? I mean, that's a question he's going to be asked once he makes that uh, right. decision. So, you know, there's if he goes to Hurts, there's no way he just says, okay, I'm doing it for the rest of the year. I mean, he, he I don't think he'll do that. I think no, he wouldn't. No, no way. Picture, but I think right now you need Hurts to spark your offense, and you need that spark to happen, bam, right out of the gate. Now, Carson did a good job of running the offense when they went to Green Bay. They The drive fizzled. They had to kick the 52-yard field goal, but he moved the ball. And then even in the second possession, he moved the ball, but then he took two ridiculous sacks. Um, he just doesn't seem like he has the pocket awareness right now, the pocket presence. He looks he looks like he's a- had the mechanics, man. That's the thing. I The last against Seattle and Green Bay is when I finally had my face shaken in Carson Wentz. And the play that got him benched and I think was ex- incredibly deserving, incredibly deserving. You have to make this pass. Yeah. It's the Dallas Goddard. That yeah. pass to Dallas Goddard was a touchdown. That pass to Dallas Goddard gets you into the game. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. What, when you have Carson Wentz, the position to make these plays this season, he has not made them. Now, here's the thing where everybody's going to get misconstrued about this Joe and Hurts stuff and us wanting Joe and Hurts or thinking that Joe and Hurts should start. Because I think right now you have nothing to lose. You have to put Joe and Hurts in there. Yeah. But I think Carson Wentz can still be good. I think I look at the Rams perfectly in Los Angeles. Jared Goff is not that great. He has played to levels of points where they have been benchable, but his team stands behind him. His head coach, who is a really innovative coach who has to build a system around him, tailor his system around his limitations, doesn't bail on him. His GM, Les Snead, doesn't drive the quarterback in the second round. So I think when a quarterback struggles, that's one thing, but then he starts mentally struggling because you put a guy behind him and you make him look over his shoulder. I mean... The cards were stuck against Carson once at the beginning of the year when that offensive line started to get injured. Yeah. And then you throw into the mix Zach Gertz getting injured. And then you throw into the mix – well, not, no, not Zach Gertz getting injured. You throw into the mix that they draft their quarterback in the second round, no matter what. 
they they draft a quarterback in the second round. Your faith in Carson Wentz has to feel some sort of way if you draft the quarterback in the second round. They had Jeremy Chin there for the taking. They love James Morgan out of Florida International. They could have got him in the fourth round. I really think you make that pick because, like Howie Roseman says, you think he could be the next Russell Wilson. Well, if you think he could be the next Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson's better than Carson Wentz. So yeah. you're essentially saying when you announce to the media – that I think he could be the next Russell Wilson. I missed out on Russell Wilson once. So I don't want to do it again. Well, now I think I drafted a guy who's better than you. No, actually speak louder than words, my friend. It doesn't matter what you say to us. It, they, they told us, I mean, Doug Pearson told us he's like, he might grow and the next day he was fired. Things change on a flick of a dime in this organization. Yeah. So Carson Wentz is, is, is already, his confidence is already shaken. His offensive line, the thing that he can only trust since he's been in the league since 2016, is in complete shambles. His number one target gets hurt right away. His coach doesn't know how to call plays out of 12 personnel. All these things are starting to stack against him. That leads to this situation that is now. But I'm telling you, there's not been an individual performance from Carson Wentz enough for me to say this is something that is a top 10 caliber quarterback. It's just the team letting him down. I do believe they have let him down, but I've also believed that he's let them down. Yeah. Well, I, listen, I, I'm not really of the mindset that this drafting of Hertz has impacted Wentz. I, I, I just can't get my head around the idea that Wentz is that mentally uh, fragile that he would be looking over his shoulder when the team just went out and gave him a $128 million contract um, to be the starting quarterback. I mean, I, I just can't go there yet. I mean, I don't, to me, that would really surprise me if Wentz is that mentally fragile. And if he was, the Eagles should have seen that before they gave him all this money. If they had any inkling that he was this weak mentally, right. what are they doing giving him the contract? Maybe he's yeah. just exhausted of it, though, because I go back yeah. to his college days where he got injured and Easton Stick comes in and he didn't lose a single game. and He looked like he actually looked pretty good. So, But they went back to once to that FC, FCS championship game anyways. He played the final game there. Yep. Then he watches his backup quarterback win the Super Bowl, win Super Bowl MVP, do really well, and then the whole entire town build a statue of him and want him over him going forward. So then that's over with. So he's like, finally free. I'm free of this. And then the next year, after one solid season of play where the offense kind of let him down and he willed them into the playoffs and he unfortunately gets hurt, they draft a quarterback in a, a premium round. And now he has to deal with this all over again. I don't know if he's broken from it. I think he might just be exhausted of it. Yeah, again, I... You know, I just think that you have to be mentally stronger. And if that was, if that's the evaluation, then the Eagles really missed the boat giving him that money. They shouldn't have given him the contract. They saw any of this exhaustion, whatever. I just think it's kind of a convenient excuse. And when you look at Howie, the night that they drafted Hertz, how surprised he was at the backlash that he got. If you look at it from his perspective, he's thinking, we've given Carson everything we can right now. We traded Sam Bradford to start him as a rookie. We drafted – he's drafted receivers. He drafted three this past year. I mean, he's brought in Deshaun Jackson in a trade. He, he's drafted offensive linemen, two this past year, two in 2018. One – actually, two in the same draft that they took Carson in Siamalu and Halapula Vati Vaitai. So how he's like, I don't understand why people think that we drafted Hurts to replace Wentz because we've given Wentz everything. And I've seen that, that argument out there that they've given him nothing – that, to me, couldn't be further from the truth. They brought in players that he's familiar with through his agency. 
Um, to me, it's it's uh, just a breakdown on many levels, you know, and ment- mentally could be part of it. But that's how he's positioned. He's, he was shocked that he, he was getting that backlash because in his eyes, they've done everything for Carson. Now, I've seen it. People say that they've done nothing. I disagree with that 100%. They have done stuff for him. Oh, that they've done nothing. I think some of the moves have been incorrect, though. Yeah, well, yeah, well, you could say that's a, that's a, and that's a different conversation, obviously, right? right. Yeah, drafted three guys that were you know outside Jalen Rager. They came late in the draft, and you know they were kind of projects, and they're still projects, but they do have ability. Um, but you know they brought in Deshaun Jackson. They didn't know he was going to get hurt. Um, right. You know, and I think when Howie drafted Hurts, he didn't see Wentz coming out and playing like this. He there's no way he could have known. No, nobody did. No, you're lying. If yeah, you're lying. You if know, you think. So you know, we'll see what he says about this when he finally talks to us at the end of the year if he's still here. But I just think from his perspective, he's he's shocked that people think we haven't done enough because in his eyes they have. All right, now let's go into this whole entire game of actually how the quarterbacks played. I thought Jalen Hurts, for the situation he was put in, and in Lambeau Field, I, I know it wasn't that many fans, so it's not the same atmosphere anymore, but against, I mean, a team that I think is a Super Bowl contender, I thought he played pretty well. I mean, I've gone back and forth with uh, my co-host Johnny Page because he's like, his arm is just awful. And I'm like, I, it's it's good enough. It's right. a good enough arm. And I mean, that's it, a deal. It's, it's good enough. And his touch passing, though. So if you have a good enough arm and you have the accuracy that, I mean, his ball placement was pretty good on that Jalen Rager 34-yard pass, and that Greg Ward touchdown was exactly where it needed to be. If you have that type of touch passing that Jalen Hurts, because I love Jalen Hurts. I was a big fan of him after the Oklahoma. I wasn't a fan of him in Alabama, I won't lie. thought he was a gimmick quarterback. But when he went to Oklahoma and Lincoln Riley tapped into that quarterback potential, I was all in. Just did not think he'd be a Philadelphia Eagle (laughs) at all. I thought, you know, there's some situations out there where I think he could develop in and be a starting quarterback in this league. Did not ever once think it would be Philadelphia. Don't think it's going to be in this offensive system still, though. And you and I addressed that last episode. I don't think this Doug Pearson offense is what's going to be the best for Jalen Hurts as a future quarterback. But I will say, I thought he played pretty well. Again, it's only one half of football. But that yeah. touch passing, I mean, it's legit there. What did you think of Jalen Hurts' play? I thought, you know, he did good things. No question. I mean, you know, he had the uh, a long completion to Jeffrey for 20 yards that was called back. Uh, he moved the team. They had a 28-yard run from Boston Scott that was called back. You know, two big penalties there. But, um, you know, he mentioned Lincoln Riley, and a thought just went through my head. It's like, how cool would it be if the Eagles hired him? I didn't beg it for Lincoln Riley on Twitter, man. I, I Lincoln Riley would not come here because of how much money he makes at Oklahoma. And, I mean, honestly, if you yeah, told me how he rose with so, it, it's a, it's uh, a yeah, I, hey, I would not only that Lincoln Riley would do something with Carson Wentz too. If you you could be all in on Carson Wentz yeah. or Jalen Hurts, it doesn't matter. But um, right. <laughs> I will say, I will say, Lincoln Riley would laugh at them if they if Harry Roseman approached it. I mean, I know Howie and Lincoln Riley actually have a relationship, mm-hmm. so there is something there. And you know, I Joe Giglio actually sent me this article this morning of that I read from by Paul Domowich of how Howie Roseman got advice. From not only Lincoln Riley about Jalen Hurts, but on Jalen Rager too, because he recruited Rager uh, to Oklahoma, and he was saying, "Yeah, that he'd be a hundred catch guy at Oklahoma if he was in our offense." That would be that would be interesting. I would love to see Lincoln Riley in the Philadelphia Eagles. I don't care who the quarterback is, bring Lincoln Riley and let him do whatever he has to do because that man is a quarterback whisperer. But I think they could pay him a lot of money. I think they could give him enough money to lure him here if they're interested. You know, I mean, they would, you know, they went to Chip Kelly and that was a disaster. 
Um, but Lincoln Riley. Don't, don't yeah, if you ever let a past transgression affect your future decision, you're making a mistake. You're yeah. making a mistake. Go try again. If what doesn't succeed once, try again and again because Lincoln Riley is not Chip Kelly. Uh, right, right. And they went to Dick Vermeil back, you know, you know, three generations. Yep. You know, they went to Dick Vermeil out of UCLA. But you know, we took a little left turn there with the the coaching thing. As far as Jalen Hurts, getting back to your, you know, your initial question, how I think he did is, um, I liked his touch passing. And if you're going to question his arm strength, you may as well question Carson Wentz's arm strength too, because he had Dallas, Dallas Goddard. Deep. If he hits him, if he leads him Mechanics. at all, that's, that's a good yard touchdown throw, however far that was. But I he- have probably saw Carson Wentz actually step into a throw probably three times this season, to be honest with you. And that's probably that's a little exaggeration, probably, but I, I that's at least what I feel. He does not step into his throws; he just unleashes. Yeah, right. So I mean, listen, you know, arm strength cuts both ways. I mean, Carson's got it, but we didn't see it on that deep throw to Goddard. That's a touchdown. If he hits him in stride, maybe somebody catches him because Goddard's not the fastest guy in the world, but you know, that's a, that's a big gainer as it was. It was 41 yards, but he had to stop and wait for the ball. I think he scores. I think he scores. If you put it yeah. in the right place, Yeah, I, you're, I you're honestly right. think Goddard scores that touchdown. I, what what many other people do. If Hertz would have been able to make Hertz would have been able to make that throw. I mean, it, and listen, we saw the Hurts to Ertz connection too. Which I was about to say, you called that in the offseason. That was like episode three when you said it's going to be hard saying that. Right, right. <laughs> I was saying Merle Reese better be practicing his Hurts to Ertz yes. uh, stuff. But um, we did see that, so it was cool. But, yeah, I thought Ertz, Hurts was um, – I thought he did what, you know, the best he could do under the circumstances. You're right. It's not a, you know, 70,000 fans crammed into Lambeau Field, but it's still Lambeau Field. There's still a lot of history there. I mean, if you're any kind of football player growing up, you know all about Lambeau Field and the ghosts that reside in That's, that building. And he that, can, a, that defense has talent on it. It yeah. might not perform at the best levels at times, but, it, I mean, those pass rushers are real. The corner – Dryer Alexander is real yep. talented cornerback one. They have talent on that defense. Yeah. I And, again, I just think that – he gives them the spark that, you know, and how, and it looked like the, the whole team kind of was energized. You know, the pass blocking looked to get a little bit better. Now I know he was under pressure, but that looked to be a little better. Jalen Rager makes the huge 73-yard punt return right after the touchdown. I mean, by the way, now that you mentioned that, so I texted Monte and I said, what do you think about that connection right there? And he goes, well, those guys get it practiced the most. I would, I would already assume their chemistry would be on the same point. I'm like, oh man, yeah. That's not that's not the best to hear that though. That's no. not those guys practice the most, right? He needs to practice with Carson. Carson Wentz, if you um, start a quarterback, Carson's inability to find receivers. I mean, and that's what I like what Jalen did too. Is he came in, bam, he hit Rager. Um, he had the the completion to Jeffrey. Say what you want about Jeffrey, he shouldn't be playing. But he found them for a twenty-yard gain that was called back due to a penalty. Yeah, mind you, mind you, Jeffrey's smiling the whole entire time that penalty's called. That kind of made me mad. Yeah, I saw I'm, that. I'm like, this guy is playing over Travis Folk. Yeah, and and <laughs> to me, it was a borderline push off. I don't even know if it was a push off. I I don't know. Um, it was weak, but I mean, yeah, I it, it was callable. It was callable. But just how he got the wide receivers involved. I mean, Carson looks. I mean, when there's two tight end sets are out there, it's all tight ends. It's all he looks for. Um, you know, and the Eagles don't want to play the two tight end stuff anymore. Ertz is going to be gone at the end of the year, probably. Um, Carson needs to find his wide receivers more, and he he hasn't done that. There's no chemistry with these guys, and I think you saw a little of it with Hertz. That's another thing I liked was you know his ability to look for his receivers and give them opportunities to make plays. 
Processes um, reads quickly. Yeah, yeah that's exactly what I was going to say. Touchdown. He hit. He hit the long throw to Ward. Yeah. I mean, uh, I just, I don't know. I think it's just time to see what he can do at this point. Where are you going at three eight and one uh, with the Saints and the Cardinals on deck here, um, and the Giants and Washington looking like you know they're the they're the kings in the East, like it or not. And it's neat to see them rise up. I have to say, uh, you know, I like seeing the Giants and Washington good. I like to see all four teams in the NFC East good, but right now you're not, the Eagles aren't good and they're not going anywhere. So, you know, let's get a little bit of a read on Jalen in certain situations to start the game being the first and foremost situation you want to see him in. I mean, honestly, you, one quarterback is just going out there and trying to do his best. And the other one is mentally stuck in his head. Yeah. Which one do you want to play? Yeah. That's- that's right. Jalen Hurts is just going to go out there and try to prove himself. He's not going to go out there and try to be better than the Carson Wentz. He's not going to go out there and try to do too much. He's going to try to go out there and try to will this team to win. Yeah. Carson, I just, like I said, it goes back to my major point. And I, I urge everybody listening to this because not once do I not believe in the town that Carson Wentz is. I definitely think he's a top 10 caliber quarterback in this league still to this date. He's just not playing like that right now, obviously. But I do think he has the talent caliber to be like that. But I was, I was going to say, if you were to speculate, if Jalen hurts comes in and, you know, really kicks butt these next four games, what do you do with car? Do you trade cars? Do you look to trade him? Do you throw it as an open competition coming into the off season, made a better quarterback win? Um, I need to make my decision about Doug Peterson before I made that decision, because I'll let the new coach decide, but that's because that's what I'm going to say. Cause I think you and I both said it ourselves. I think the writing's on the wall for Doug. Like it's over. I think it's over. I think they already made that decision. So yeah. you actually give the new head coach instead of one quarterback option, you give him two. And I think both could be really good. I think Jalen Hurts has a lot of good potential in him. I yeah. think Carson Wentz could be pretty good too with you tailored to his success. Yeah. I just think if Jalen Hurts comes in and plays very well these next four games, you have to sit down, Howie, and you do have to sit down with Doug, and you have to sit down with Jeffrey Lurie and think, was it more of a Philadelphia Eagles problem this whole entire season, or was it more so Carson Wentz problem this entire season? Right. I think it's a mix of both, but you need to get the percentage more out. Yeah. And I, you can make a case for Carson. I know Philadelphia hates it. I know Eagles fans hate it. I understand. Look, I understand completely every facet of why this team stinks. And you and I have said it multiple times. To blame one individual is completely wrong. It's a collaborative effort of what's going wrong. Bad drafting, bad play calling, bad quarterback play. It's yeah. all in the mix for what's three, eight, and one. Yeah. But the way that Carson Wentz has played this year has been borderline 32nd best quarterback play. Around there. He's in the 30s yeah. for how he's played so far this season. You cannot win with a quarterback playing that low caliber of football. I'm sorry. It's not going to happen. No quarterback in this league will will you to a championship playing at that level of football. Yep. You have to sit down. And you have to say, can he get back to his regular form? Or, I know you hate to say it, but did we add this competition behind him where he's always going to have to feel in his head? that he's going out and every next play is, I need to make this player, I'm going to get benched. I need to make this player, I got to get benched. I need to make this player, Jalen Hurts is going to go in. Because if so, and you're always thinking that in your head when you're trying to make those plays, you're not going to be a good football player. It's not going to happen. You can't have that much things go on in your head when you're trying to play the game of quarterback. Yeah. You're going to suck. You're going to suck. 
and and they and 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 teams draft players to be backups all the time or to at least provide competition. You, you know, we've seen it on the Eagles. You know, Andre Dillard came in to replace Peters, and Dallas Goddard came in to push Zach Ertz, and you know, these guys function just fine. I mean, again, it comes down to the mental capacity of the player, and if again, if you're that weak. Uh, you know, and at least we saw Aaron Rodgers come out when they drafted Jordan Love in the first round and really ripped the pick. I mean, listen, if Carson's going to be honest with himself and, you know, with his teammates and they see him going out there and saying that it's not bothering him, but if he didn't like the pick, come out and say it. Just come out. Let and- us know. Exactly. Let us know. Let it, I, million that's dollars a great now. example. You the franchise. You come out and you say, you know what? I'm not happy about it. Um, Don't let WIP get in ahead of this. You come out and say it because they're yeah. the ones who just dropped the report last week that Carson Wentz is unhappy with the Jalen Hurts pick. Yeah, I, you know, listen, if you're Wentz and you could nip this right in the bud by being honest with yourself and with, you know, the organization, you can come out and say, no, I'm not happy. You could have told Howie behind closed doors and Doug, I'm not happy about it. And then you come out and he goes, I'm going to go out and tell the media that. And then you come out and say it. And then you nip that whole thing in the bud and we know that it's bothering him and then we'll see which way he goes. I would think he would rise up and be the mentally stronger person. If right. he can't do that, then that's that's a real problem. As a man, you feel better when you get stuff off your chest, correct? Yes. Absolutely. I do too. Yeah. When I have it built inside and I keep it inside, I struggle in other areas that I perform usually yeah. well in because I have something on my mind. Right. And it festers. You know, it builds up inside and it festers. Right. And- that's why I can't say this guy doesn't have this in the back of his head. I mean, yeah. if you could – Let's use this for an example. Giovanni is great at podcasting. Honestly, he's better than me. If you came out and said, Connor, you know, Eagles Brawl is great and everything, but Giovanni shouldn't have the Philly sports with Giovanni. Giovanni should have Eagles Brawl. We're going to replace him with you or at least put you in a little backseat a little bit. I'm going to feel some type of way. I'm going to, I'm going to be everything. Every time I do an episode, I'm going to go back and edit it like crazy because I'm going to think I said something stupid on there. I need to get that off there. I need to make sure everything's perfected. I would not be able to perform very well doing these podcast episodes thinking that every single time I'm talking. Right. Exactly right. It I mean, has to be the same thing there. It's it, we're just yeah. These guys get paid millions of dollars so that we put them on this pedestal. They can't think like this. They can't act like this. They can't be humans because we dehumanize the sport. But if you bring Jalen Hurts in and you say I missed out on Russell Wilson once, I don't want to do it again. When you already had this quarterback that you gave 128 million to, that you tell everybody that you think it's an MVP caliber quarterback, you hype him up. You make this thing called Wednesday on Wednesday. You need to not make that pick. I'm sorry, it's what it is. I think that definitely goes into it, but it's not just that. It's three other things that go into it. It's the bad play calling and the bad offensive line play. Yeah. Yeah, exactly right. Um, I don't know if I, – I think Wentz is fixable for sure. I think he just needs oh, yeah. another voice, um, you know, to get back to where he was and what he was. He needs change. He needs change. He's, he's change. not going to do it under this. Within the organization or a trade, I mean, it'd be interesting to see him go play for Frank Reich in Indianapolis and see how he does. Um, but I think Philip Rivers is going to come back there. Um, I don't know. I just, he needs a change. I don't think it's going to be with another organization. It's going to be right here in Philadelphia. So do um, I. And, and listen, if they have an open quarterback competition in the spring, that would just devour the, you know, the city. It would devour them. I mean, you know, the city would just be, that would be everything we talk about. I don't, that's Every, another thing. I don't, then I don't, and how does he play better without going on? Either but, one of them. Jalen too. I mean, how did you, I think Jalen can tune this out a little bit because, no matter what, he's the backup right now. 
he's not the glorified starter. He's not. There's. We're not going to go into 2021 unquestioned Jalen Hurts right now. It's still a question no matter what. He can go out there and do whatever he needs to do. There's not that many expectations on him no matter what. He's been through it. Well, I think he can play well. I think he can play well because he doesn't have all this nonsense going on in his head. He could just be like, I, they drafted me here. I'm going to go play how Jalen Hurts plays because that's what they asked me to do. That's it. I don't have to worry about anything else. Carson Wentz is the one that has to worry about all this other stuff because he's yeah. supposed to be the franchise caliber quarterback. Hertz has been the right in college. Yeah, exactly. Exactly with Tua. And then he got put back in in the championship game and he won the championship. I mean, he's been through this. so And he knows he can will two teams to a championship. Yeah. He knows he could take two teams to the to a playoff. He'd done it before in college in one of the most two powerhouse programs in college sports. Yeah. I'll tell you, I was pretty pumped to see Jalen Hurts on Zoom after that game Sunday. We had, And I don't know, you know, I guess fans watch that stuff too, I, I guess. Um, but it was nice to see him. We hadn't seen him since the end of July. That was the first time we talked to Jalen Hurts since the end of July, and we had to do it in the context of him coming into the game. It would have been nice to talk to him, you know, at various points along the way to see how the development's coming, see how things are going. Oh, they just announced Jalen Hurts is starting against New Orleans. Oh, boy. Okay. Adam Schefter just announced it. Who did? Well, Adam Schefter just announced it. Rookie Jalen Hurts will start a quarterback on Sunday. Carson Wentz will be the backup. Yeah. Okay. Wow. While we're on air, of course. I know. Of course, I guess I right so that. now that we can pivot right into that. Yeah. Um, Carson's bench. Surprise me. It doesn't. It doesn't surprise I'll, me. I need this part. Not surprise me. Um, the fact that Doug refused to come right out and say on Monday or even after the game that Carson Wentz is still our starting quarterback just kind of led me to believe that. Um, Jalen Hurts is going to be the starter. And here we are, you know, Tuesday afternoon at 1.30, the seismic shift in the quarterback situation with the Philadelphia Eagles, Jalen Hurts taking over for Carson Wentz. Uh, and again, we talked about it earlier. Now, how long will, uh, how long of a leash will Jalen Hurts have here? Is it going to be for a half if he struggles? And are we going to see the yo-yo back and forth? Or is this a commitment to Jalen for the final four games? We don't know that yet. Um, who knows when we'll know it. Doug is scheduled to talk to the media uh, Wednesday morning at 1030, I believe. Um, and he'll be asked about it. Uh, to me, if you're a franchise and you're, you, you know, you're in a winning organization, you're going to make him available right now or at three o'clock or four o'clock to explain this situation because right away you're thinking, all right, now what's Carson? How frustrated is he going to be? Um, you know, it's just, we're going to talk to Jalen Hurts on Wednesday when the Eagles sent their schedule out last night Usually they have Carson Wentz talking around 11, 11, 15 on Wednesday. That, that was, there was nobody there. There was no quarterback. So now we're going to talk to Jalen Hurts tomorrow uh, on Wednesday, and, and we're going to see exactly what he says. But we're not going to get Carson now. I mean, we need to get Carson's view on this as well. Maybe we will. I don't know. But if you're an organization that has winning it as, at the forefront, they need to be proactive on this, and they need to make these characters involved with this situation available Tuesday right now. Let's get ahead of this. Let's put this out there right now. Let's not let it fester uh, for the next 36 hours or however long it's going to be. They need to make these guys available now. Hopefully we'll see it. I'm not too sure we will. Yeah, I mean, you might get a text soon that might that we might need to get off air soon because you have to go on there. But yeah. my thing is they they must have finally, as a team, as an offense, as all those coaches in there with Harry Roseman involved as well, because I thoroughly believe that he was involved in this decision that Carson wants his play is the reason why that they're making this move. Yeah. They must have finally sat in agreement and said, we need to make this transition at quarterback because of Carson's play. We need to see what we have in Jalen Hurts. 
We need to see what this offense could do in the last couple of games of the season. I mean, Doug Peterson's, like we said in the earlier episode, his job is on the line. So clearly he feels making this move is because Carson Wentz's play is indicator of that. They must have finally made a decision. It's a, it is on Carson Wentz now. We need to make a different change of quarterback to see if we can get some come down to this offense. Wow. Jalen Hurts is starting against New Orleans. Uh, and you know what? Listen, that New Orleans defense is really good. Very good. Uh, they just – I think there was 42 straight drives that they faced going into that Falcons game on Sunday without giving up a touchdown. Uh, the Falcons got them for a touchdown. I think it was on the 43rd drive in that streak, and it was late in the fourth quarter. Uh, so, you know, it's a good defense, and it's a defense that, surprise, surprise, has Malcolm Jenkins on it. You're going to read a lot about Malcolm Jenkins this week, or at least you should. Now we're going to write a lot about the quarterbacks and talk a lot about the quarterbacks. But, um, you know, obviously Malcolm Jenkins is on that defense. It's a very good pass rush. They have good corners. I mean, this is a big, big challenge for a rookie quarterback with no offseason and only 12 weeks of practice under, I guess, 13 weeks of practice under his belt. Um, it's, it's going to be interesting. There's no question. How do you go back from here? How do you get, how do you go back from here? Because when you were in 2000, now we can't use this as a, as a comparison anymore because Kevin Cobb didn't start that next week. It was Don McNabb. You have officially, the Eagles have officially benched Carson Wentz. How do you go back from this? Well, I, listen, Carson has to be the bigger person now and he has to support Jalen Hurts. But you know that his career has been just, checkered with this kind of stuff. Nick Foles stepping in and winning a Super Bowl uh, after he took him to 13 wins and then having to be replaced last year by Nick or two years ago by Foles again when his back uh, started to act up and then Foles getting him into the playoffs. So if you're Carson, I don't know what state your mind is at this point. You're trying to be the better person. But even he admitted after Foles led him to the Super Bowl that as a human being, that's hard to accept and hard to deal with. And now you have this and, you know, he's the alpha personality and, you know, where does he turn? You know, how does he, how does he accept this? And these are all questions we'd love to ask him uh, if he were available to talk to us and maybe he will be, but I mean, I don't know how you come back from this. I really don't. I, I, I just think if you're him, you just have to keep playing the role that you're, you know, that you're given. And right now it's a backup quarterback support Jalen and that's all you can do. You're making $128 million. You're financially secure. You want to play because you're a competitor. And the way this league is, things change quickly. Something could happen to Jalen. Who knows? And then he gets his opportunity. So uh, to me, you just have to keep every day going to practice, going to work, doing what you're supposed to do. And you hope opportunity again comes along. Put yourself in Carson Wentz's shoes, my friend. Yeah. What do you? What would you? What are you doing right now? Do you want out of Philadelphia? Uh, well, if he did, do you think he'd come out and tell us? I mean, no, no. But I'm asking. So I'm asking you though. So now that you know that they benched him, they're putting Jalen Hurts in. He's a starting quarterback right now. Now you're Carson Wentz. I people are going to say, well, Connor's contract's prohibitive. I don't believe that stuff. You can get out of an NFL contract. Everybody has. I mean, Foles, yeah. Foles really levied that trade to. Uh, from Jacksonville to uh, Chicago by renegotiating his deal. If you want out and the team wants to move on from you, they'll make it happen. So you are in Carson Wentz's shoes. Do you want to fight this out with the Eagles? Do you want to be the Eagles starting quarterback? Do you want to fight your way back into this organization and play back to being the starting team quarterback because you love being here? Or do you want out? 
Well, I think you just, like I said, I think you just have to be a professional about it. You realize you're a professional and you just have to keep coming to work every day and know that this league changes so quickly that now you have to look at yourself a little bit more harshly, probably, at the season you're having uh, and go from there. And we'll see now if Carson had something going on in his, you know, this season or over these last couple seasons that has affected his play. Um, I contend that there might be something out there that we're not aware of um, with Carson. Uh, And now we might see something like that emerge uh, after the season. And then we'll see where it goes. I mean, if I'm him, I'm not, I, I would just say, you know what, this is the organization that drafted me. You have to look at what they've done for him. And to me, I contend that they've done plenty. They've really enabled him as far as I'm concerned. They made Press Taylor his quarterback coach. He's his best friend. I don't think that does anybody any favors. Um, I just think you have to say, you know what, I'm going to stay here and I'm going to turn it around. You know, you have to be mentally strong now, and we'll see how mentally strong he is. Or you could just say, I went out. We see it in college all the time when uh, players enter the transfer portal because they're not happy after losing the starting quarterback. I mean, he, he, he literally came into that situation when he came to the Philadelphia Eagles, Sam Bradford. Right. Yeah, Bradford was here, and then they brought in Chase Daniel, who was the number two. Well, Bradford wanted out immediately when they made that trade up to number two. It was, they didn't even pick once yet, and Bradford was asking for a trade. Yeah, and he and he was honest about it. He came out yeah. and said, I wasn't happy about it. And we haven't seen Carson be honest, you know, with his thoughts, I don't think, on Jalen, if everybody suspects that that impacted him. Now maybe he'll be honest with us and say, you know what, I, I do want out. Um <laughs> You know, listen, it's going to be real interesting from here on out, uh, you know, these next 24 to 48 hours. And then, of course, Sunday's game with Jalen Hurts as the starter. Why? Because I, I know I'm going to start wrapping up so I can let you go and write some stories. Yeah, uh, my phone's blowing up. I bet. So my last thing for you is, do you think in this last-ditch effort, because I think this is a complete last-ditch effort to save Doug Peterson's job no matter what at the end of the day, because your quarterback's just not playing well enough for you to continue to – you're going to get fired at the rate your quarterback's playing at. I'm sorry, you are. Uh, the way that Carson's is playing, that's that's where it's been heading. But, I mean, they scrapped the whole entire offensive system before when they had to switch to Nick Foles during that Super Bowl run to get to that Super Bowl. Are they going to do that now? Do you think they go straight RPOs with, with uh, Jalen Hurts? Do you think they tailor the offense to him? Do you script and stri- scrap everything that's going on right now? Go completely different? Well, I mean, here we go again. Short week. You know, here it is Tuesday. He's named the starter. I unless they've been practicing the RPOs with him, it's hard to change your offense midstream uh, like that. But certainly the RPO situation works better with Jalen. He's more, excuse me, he's more mobile. I mean, we see, we've seen him rush for, you know, over a thousand yards at Oklahoma. We saw him run the ball a lot at Alabama. We saw him do it against Green Bay. Uh, you know, so yeah, I, I think that that would uh, play to his strengths, but can they just switch up the offense now and how much have they been practicing it? Uh, during this time but at least kind of right now we can say we know where we were when this change happened we were in the middle of a podcast man oh man we were right right. thanks a lot adam chef you just wasted the first 30 minutes of our conversation of what the eagles should do (laughs) we could have used this information about an hour ago but hey man that's great that it's on the episode it's great that we got to talk about it it's great that we actually got to get our initial thoughts out there right away I'm going to let you go because it's time to go right for Eagle Sports Illustrated. Definitely right now with all this news going on. Yeah. Can't wait to hear what you hear from Doug. We'll have you on later this week, though, to assess this a little bit more since this is such a new and inspiring event. But, Ed, thanks for your time, as always. And, guys, 
Go check out the Eagle Sports Illustrated page. John and Ed are going to be all over this quarterback transition and stuff. with something that you want to read on. Uh, Ed, thanks for coming on. And you did predict this, by the way, my friend. You did right earlier in the week that the Eagles should make the move to Jalen Hurts, and look what happened. Yeah, I just think it was so obvious that this was going to happen, especially to me when Doug didn't come out and endorse Carson as his starter, saying he had to look at the game tape. And then Monday morning, I thought for sure. I mean, I even woke up early Monday morning to put on the WIP uh, radio show, which I, I don't do often when Doug's on. But I'm like, all right, he's going to announce it on Angelo's show that this, there's going to be a change. And it didn't happen. I'm like, well, that that's just another nail in the coffin for Carson, in my opinion. But – um, I think it's been great. I think the lead up to what happened here on the air and how we've reacted to it, I think it's a great, you know, what went on the first 30 minutes talking about it. And then this happens. I, I, think God, I couldn't believe it, man. My phone just went off and I'm glad I looked down because it said Adam Schefter just reported that Doug Peterson told him and Chris Mortensen that he's making the switch to Jalen Hurts. Yep. It's all awesome. crazy. So crazy stuff, make, man. make sure you read it, man. I'm Kratzy at Kratzy on my Twitter. I'll post all the links and, uh, you know, people can dive into it. Yep, I got you, Ed. I'll put you on the. We'll put it in the link in the uh, episode description, guys. Thanks, thanks for tuning in as always. Thanks, Appreciate everybody. you guys. Yep. What's going on, everybody? It's Connor Miles, co-host of the Eagles Brawl. Here, I just want to give a quick shout out to one of our sponsors. That's Manscaped. Go ahead. The holidays are here. It's time to get your loved ones trimmed and nicely trimmed. That is by going to Manscaped.com and using promo code Brawl. That's B-R-A-W-L to get 20% off your order plus free shipping. You know it. He knows it. He needs to trim up. Go to manscaped.com. Get 20% off your order and free shipping when using promo code BRAWL. B-R-A-W-L. Support your favorite Eagles podcast, Eagles Brawl. When purchasing an item off of manscaped.com and also take care of that person you love. What's going on everybody? It's Eagles Brawl co-host Connor Miles. I just want to let you know about our partnership with DraftKings. Football is here and so is your shot at millions. Thanks to our sponsorship with DraftKings, all new players can play for free for millions with your first deposit. So let me just let you know how it works real quick. So you go to DraftKings and you create your first ever DFS account with DraftKings. You make a deposit, minimum $5, and DraftKings will credit your account with a free entry to numerous of contests that can win you millions. Just go to dkng.co slash brawlpod to play. That's dkng.co slash b-r-a-w-l-p-o-d to play quick act quickly this offer won't be around forever minimum five dollar deposit eligibility restrictions apply see draftkings.com for details and go over there and sign up and support your favorite eagles podcast eagles brawl for the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.